that music means that it is time for Avram to dance <laughs> and for the Pilch Point with online editorial director of Laptop Magazine, Avram Pilch. This segment is proudly powered by the Tech Podcast Network. Avram, are you there? Yes. Yeah. Excellent. How are you doing? Good. Pretty good. Only pretty good? Eh, not not bad. Around this time of year, things slow down a little bit, but heat up in the sense that we've got a plan for CES. So many meetings. Absolutely. I'm sure you guys are in the same boat. Oh, yeah, where you just want to turn your email off for the next 10 days or so. <laughs> yes, most of the emails from companies trying to pitch me on weird stuff that's not interesting weird. Yup. <laughs> um, you know. Uh, Ed Bot has been has been tweeting some of his favorite weird pitches over the last couple of days, and they have been crazier than the things I've been getting. So I'm glad yeah. that I'm not on their email lists. <laughs> yes, ex exactly. Uh, I think my favorite so far was the one where they wanted me to interview Maria Menounos from Extra, the ridiculous TV show. Uh, and... Uh, it didn't really it said she will evangelize digital content whatever that means that that doesn't sound like something i want to participate in <laughs> evangelize digital content what like you know we never really wanted digital content before didn't want to watch movies that were that on the computer or listen to music that was digitized no, 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 I'll stick with my 8-track tapes and my VHS. Thank you very much, Melissa Manu Maria Menounos. Well, that, that sounds like a uh, pretty epic fail of marketing proportions. But I think we're going to talk about some tech fails. But we've, before we do that, go ahead and give them your contacts, Abram. <laughs> so I'm the online editorial director for Laptop Magazine. You can follow me on Twitter at Geek and Chief. Read my, my weekly columns at laptopmag.com slash geeksgeek. And read all of our news at laptopmag.com, including things like the top 10 tech fails, which actually uh, was authored by my boss, editor-in-chief Mark Spoonauer. But we all... Uh, helped contribute to the list of failures, and uh, I, I could stand behind each one of these things as being absolutely uh, terrible. And we're not just talking about products, we're talking about uh, companies, initiatives, things that were really big. You know, to, you, to be an epic fail, you have to make an epic effort. Uh, and who's this year's number one fail? Well, that's BlackBerry. Uh, although, I wouldn't necessarily call it surprising. The year didn't start out quite as poorly as you might think. People had uh, good things to say about the BlackBerry 10 operating system in general. Uh, you had the BlackBerry Z10 phone coming out on most of the major carriers. People were pretty pleased with it overall. People meaning critics, not meaning, <laughs> not meaning consumers and businesses because they didn't sell anything. And... They obviously had to get rid of their CEO, Thorsten Hines, who got some kind of huge uh, severance package. Uh, now they have a new guy in there as they're trying to kind of figure out what they're going to do, like sell their assets or something. But they're they're posting some pretty epic losses. Uh, they just announced a $4.4 billion loss. So, you know, I, as every a, year... As a second quarter in a row of unbelievably large loss 
I, I don't understand. Every year I say that this is the last that you that this year, you know, this time next year, there won't be a BlackBerry as, as an independent company. And and I've been proven wrong like three years in a row. I just I can't believe that by the end of 2014, they're still going to exist. Not after everything that's happened. I it it just doesn't seem possible. You know, unless they continue to exist as some kind of shell of something, uh, I mean, Palm had so much better stuff, as you point out, and they didn't get to make it as an independent company. <laughs> or, I mean, or as a division of HP. <laughs> maybe the problem is that there's nobody like nobody silly enough to invest in BlackBerry, uh, you know, as a, as a separate platform at this point. Maybe the problem is they can't sell themselves because nobody wants to buy. Uh, for, HP could buy. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. That worked out know. real well last time. Well, that would be one way of killing the brand. Indeed, it would. It would, it would certainly be a, a, a white flag of surrender. Speaking of <laughs> HP fails, uh, one of the bigger fails of the year has to do with the Chromebook 11. Uh, which is one of HP's, I believe, two Chromebooks this year. And uh, in general, I don't like Chromebooks. I'm going to stand up and admit that. But this, you know, for $279, it seemed like an okay piece of hardware, nice keyboard, nice touchpad, attractive looking, uh, cheap. But the uh, AC adapter got so hot that it melted in, I believe, at least 11 documented cases. Come on, uh, Avram, you're you're focusing on the on just weird little details here. <laughs> BlackBerry didn't sell any phones. <laughs> HP's power supplies are melting. Come on. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it was an embarrassment for them because this is something that they were marketing in a big way and at Best Buy, and they had to pull it off the shelf of Best Buy and issue a recall, uh, a recall of the charger. So that. That's that's pretty embarrassing, and and of course I feel a little silly because one of the only good things I had, one of the thing good things I had to say about it when I reviewed it was, hey, at least it has micro USB charging, so you can in theory use any charger you want. The problem is that you need one that that can belt out a good amount of power, uh, unlike the one that came with your phone, let's say, and and when you put in. Um, when you use theirs, well, it just can't keep up, and it it gets really hot, dangerously hot, uh, and that's embarrassing for a company as big as HP that they couldn't properly test their power adapter for safety. Uh, good thing, good thing, as far as we know, no one was hurt. Yeah, thank goodness for that, because we've seen products like this with problems seemingly smaller than this cause major harm. So, f fortunately. As far yeah, as far as I know, nobody's been hurt, so that's good. Uh, another thing that was a big fail this year, uh, you know, Samsung had a lot of successes. They really did. Uh, obviously, they continue to sell a lot. Their Galaxy S4 was one of the top selling phones. The Galaxy Note 3 is an awesome phone. Uh, I personally bought one because I liked it so much. The however, uh, when you hear Samsung and you have a philosophy of coming out with a million different kinds of phones. Some of them are going to be a fail. And the Galaxy S4 Zoom uh, was an epically bad idea. It's a phone which uh, has a camera zoom lens on the back that telescopes out like any normal camera zoom lens. 
so the theory is this would be better for picture taking. Uh, the pra in practice, they didn't put the best camera on there. Uh, second of all, the camera doesn't stay, uh, f doesn't lay flat. So if you put it down on a table, it's kind of rickety because you've got this little piece hanging off of the bottom on one end and not on the other, uh, which is really bizarre. Then they decided to kind of stiff the people who bought it of having a good phone. Like, okay, you got your zoom lens, but you're going to have a sub-HD screen and a slow processor, and we're going to make everything else on the phone dramatically worse than on the regular Galaxy S4, but you got your zoom lens. Uh, <laughs> Huzzah. Huzzah, you you know you can have one, but you can't have the other. And uh, needless to say, this was this is quite a big fail. Uh, I don't think we're going to see the like of it again. Although connected cameras continue to be to be a thing. Was the, do you think this was just a panicky response to the to the ten twenty, or did they legitimately think that this was a a device that was going to be successful? You know, Samsung sometimes likes to throw things at the wall and see if they stick. Uh, and they can, I guess, afford to. We've we've seen other products of theirs that, you know, were kind of interesting and didn't really go very far. For example, they had a projector phone. Again, the other specs of the phone were really toned down, which I don't understand. Why would you punish people for trying to get this extra feature by making the other features worse? Uh, it you know it just doesn't make a lot of sense, but uh, you know they've they've tried. I, I give them some props for trying. Uh, you could say the same thing about the Galaxy Gear. Uh, the Galaxy Gear Watch is you know a really neat try. It still needs some apps and to actually work with more than two or three phones. Uh, but they're but they're willing to try, and they've got the market. Uh, they've got the, enough money to to throw at it to try. Uh, you know, I, was it a response to Lumia? No, I, I don't think so. I think it was just Samsung experimenting again. Uh, every now and again, they'll learn something and get get it right. Who who would have thunk that people would buy a phone with a pen? Uh, three year was it two two years ago when the original Galaxy Note came out? That was a huge success. So I remember I remember the response at CES when they showed it off being. Not positive. <laughs> people thought it was too big. Yeah, they didn't think people would write with a pen on their phone. Yeah, guess that they. I guess you. So every now and again, <laughs> these things pan out. If you can throw enough things at the wall and see what sticks, uh, you know, Samsung doesn't have a cult of personality like Apple. They can't just release stuff and have people buy it just because their name on it. You know, uh, another thing that people thought would stick this year and did not was Android gaming systems. And the best representative of this was Ouya, which was a darling of Kickstarter. Oh, people, yeah. you know, people funded this Android gaming console, uh, and it got to market. And you know, the even the controller on it was no good. But people were left asking the question: A, is, are there enough Android games to make, and enough quality of Android games to make this worthwhile? And B, why can't I just play those same games on my phone? Uh, so. That's a problem that's faced by Ouya. Uh, NVIDIA released its own gaming system with the Shield, which, uh, you know, I don't know exactly how the sales numbers have been on that. It was a good piece of hardware, at least. Uh, but, you know, I think overall, Android gaming uh, as a dedicated gaming console to compete with your Xbox or compete with your PS4, uh, that's a concept that 
I don't know if we're going to see people continue to experiment with it in 2014 because it just it just hasn't taken off. Yeah, the 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 fact that Ouya screwed up their launch didn't help them and didn't help the concept kind of being the first to market on it. You know, screwing up the launch, not having not giving the supporters theirs before it made it to retail. All all of the things that they screwed up really made them look like jerks and didn't say a lot for this new attempted emerging market. But you're right. I don't think I don't think that Android kind of in general on a giant screen works in the same way that I don't think web OS is going to work on a giant screen, but I have to see it. I don't see, think I I don't necessarily agree that Android can't work on the big screen. I just think that they haven't made a compelling case for you to buy a separate standalone device to do it. There are so many ways to get output from your phone to a big screen uh, that, you know, okay, uh, you know, I, I love my Android mini PCs that cost 50, 60 bucks, and you can put those on the big screen. Those are not really a mainstream device yet. But in order to have that big screen experience, you have to have enough control, good controller games. There just are not enough games that were on Android yet that really are made to be played without a touchscreen. Uh, and those that there are, you know, there are other ways to do it. You can buy something, I believe it's like 30, 40 bucks called the Moga, where you can um, mount your phone on it and use it like a portable gaming system with a controller as a controller. So, uh, you know, having a standalone Android gaming system, you're going to have to really bring it with the software, and they didn't do that. Well, Avram, we, uh, as always, we appreciate you bringing this list to us. Now, we covered, I think, four of the 10 on the list, where can they get the rest of them? So if you go to uh, our homepage at laptopmag.com, you should find it there. Of course, you can follow me at, at, uh, at Geek and uh, read all of my weekly columns at laptopmag.com slash geek. All right. Well, uh, Christmas is this week, so uh, I have a, have a good week. You probably you have too. a little bit of time off in the middle, right? Yeah, a little a little bit of time off, uh, spending Christmas with the with the in laws as usual. Right. So, uh, and I and I know that for Christmas I'm getting an awesome USB monitor. I already know it. So, fantastic. Uh, well, so I'm excited. There's probably nothing in the world to make you happier than that information. So, uh, I think I I think I think a new I think something more expensive than that, like a 25 inch full H, 25 inch monitor. 24 anyway but all right a that is pretty good a monitor in general monitor in general. <laughs> all right avram well you have a good week we will uh i don't know if we're on next week uh i guess we'll have to keep you posted on that i think we okay. usually take next week off but if not we will see you next week <laughs> all right all right bye talk to you later bye <laughs>